When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to be talking with someone that I met online in a group called Lunch Club. You might want to check it out. It's kind of a fun type of online networking thing. And if you want more information, just let us know. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's one of those things that we're doing more now because of COVID, because of all sorts of things. We are just truly expanding our online networking and you get to meet some really cool people. And the funny thing is this person is actually not too far from me. Um, so maybe we'll meet in real life. Um, so please join me in welcoming Gene Moorhead to our program today. Welcome, Gene. Deb, so good to be with you and looking forward to this. Great, great. On this Valentine's Day, you know, it's always so much fun to, to have a program on a holiday, um, you know, and, and so we're just going to share the love with a lot of great information we've got today. So let me tell people about you and then we will dive into this. So Gene Moorhead has owned and managed seven businesses throughout his career, six of which have been successful. He primarily focuses on helping independent businesses grow. A majority of his work experience originated from his time spent at a family business, buying losing radio stations and subsequently turning them into profitable businesses. Each new acquisition meant a new market with all the challenges of a new business. Gene and his colleagues hired, trained, fired, begged, and borrowed ideas to help the stations prosper. Simultaneously, Gene spent time developing advertising for his client companies. After he sold his last two radio stations, he ventured out and started an advertising agency of his own. He successfully created a one-store marketing test into a national franchise with 105 stores, which was eventually sold to a public corporation for a profit. Gene's agency functioned as an outsourced marketing department for the majority of his clients. While working for different leadership teams, Gene learned firsthand how different companies confront and struggle with all the components of business growth. This interest resulted in Gene reading Gino Wickman's book, Traction. Within a chapter, he was hooked and instinctively knew that he would be able to help businesses grow more effectively and profitably through what Gino calls EOS. Gene Moreland is now one of over 197 extensively and continually trained implementers worldwide. Holy schmoly. So again, Gene, welcome. 
Well, thank you, Deb. And, and thank you for reading that just like I wrote it. <laughs> I know, I know. And we always sound so impressive, right? <laughs> but, you know, it, it is impressive, the career that you have had. But I, you know, I always like knowing, you know, and we, we learned a, a bit about your career in that bio, but tell us how you just, you really did discover that what you're doing now is truly your passion in life. Okay. Thank you. That's a really good question because it it's the denouement. So through all my advertising years in, in both in radio and uh, in uh, then moving in the agency and working with my own companies, um, I, I got to see how owners, leadership teams really struggle with business growth, just like, like we did with our companies. Mm-hmm. And um, it was by accident in April of 2013, I was actually on an uh, a webinar from HubSpot mm-hmm. about inbound marketing. Mm. And uh, the moderator puts up on the screen, she says, hey, we found this neat new document that we we like it so much we use it now with all our clients. It's mm-hmm. called a Vision Traction Organizer. Mm-hmm. And I looked at this thing and I went, wow, this is a two-page business plan. Mm-hmm. Isn't this cool? Right. <laughs> And I, I and she said, yeah, this guy, Gino Wickman, wrote this book called Traction, and mm-hmm. it's really pretty neat. It's for, designed for small, mid-sized companies. Well, I've ordered the book before, they, before the show's over, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and not a word of a lie. The book comes in. I'm not halfway through chapter one, Deb, and I looked up out loud and said, where in the heck was this guy when they needed him 20 right. years? I know. Mm-hmm. And, and Deb, to be honest, that's the G-rated version mm-hmm. of what I actually said. <laughs> But I just knew all of, all of the issues that everybody struggles with because um, I had read all of the books, um, you know, Gerber, all the Emoth's books, uh, uh, Lynchoni's books, uh, certainly Collins, good, great. And, and ask us, what were we able to put to use? Mm-hmm. And the answer was nothing. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, they're uh, good books. And you think. Yeah, and you get, I, we actually had a meeting one day at the agency, and I remember sitting down. There was five of us at the conference table. We're getting ready to discuss how we're going to do this, mm-hmm. and we started the meeting, and we were looking at each other, not too sure what to, who was going to say what, we we're going to do. And then knock comes into the door to one of the administrative assistants says, "Oh, we have a problem." Uh-oh. She announced the problem, and and you have never seen five people leave a room go, "Oh yeah, we got to get on this," because mm-hmm. <laughs> we realized we were going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So this is what this is. Gino's brilliance was that is that he took all of this great work and put it uh, into a how-to manual mm-hmm. for small to mid-sized companies. So mm-hmm. uh, I got it. And then uh, uh, that was April of 2013. And mm-hmm. uh, August, uh, I, uh, I got trained by Gino and I've mm-hmm. been doing this ever since. Mm-hmm. It's, right. uh, it's very uh, rewarding work. Um, I love it. Yeah. You know, and And it really is one of those simple, basic concepts that we have spent our entire careers making extremely complicated. Um, You know, and and I think that's the the thing is, you know, like you mentioned, a two-page business plan. How many times, you know, and I'm I'm a marketing person, so, you know, we have marketing plans and all these. And we, we put together these documents and we research. We might hire someone to do them for us, all of these things. They're bound, they're put in a three-ring binder, and then they're on a bookshelf somewhere yeah, behind absolutely. us. Absolutely. They're on the credenza. <laughs> right. You know, and 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 somebody says, Well, what does our marketing plan say? And you look around and you go, 
uh, well, let's see, it's here next to the business plan. Um, you know, and, and so we put all of that thought into it and then we never look at it again. Absolutely. You know, and it's because we overcomplicated everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. So the EOS is entrepreneurial operating system, and it's actually made up of six parts. So let's kind of walk through those and, and you know, tell us what all they, you know, what it is. And in, you know, in, in because it, it, like I said, it, it boils down to pretty simple, but we do have to spend some time thinking about it. So what are the, the six principles? Yeah. So let me lead, let me lead with a, uh, something right before that. And the okay. question is, what is it that we do? And then, so we help business owners and their leadership teams to, to get what they want from their business. Okay. And we do that by implementing this very simple business operating system with, right. with basic tools mm-hmm. that help them do three things, Deb, vision, traction, and healthy. Right. Vision being getting that owner and that leadership team all 100% on mm-hmm. the same page, understanding where they're going, how they're mm-hmm. going to get there. Mm-hmm. Traction from the standpoint of getting that team more accountable and mm-hmm. disciplined, mm-hmm. executing on that. On right. that team. And lastly, healthy being getting that team to, in fact, function like a healthy right. team. Because mm-hmm. as we all know, sometimes leaders don't play well together. Right. Right. Wrong ones. Mm-hmm. So from there, as the leadership team goes, we eventually get to the point where the entire organization is all on the same page and right. doing that. And the key component is uh, that drives this is to be able to learn and then strengthen six key components of the okay. business. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll do a, a, a quick, quick uh, highlight on that. Mm-hmm. And See, that. they're looking for you already. <laughs> um, the um, so the first one is the vision component. And as okay. I said, it, it's getting everybody all 100% on the mm-hmm. same page, understanding mm-hmm. where they're going, how they're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is the people component. Mm-hmm. People meaning how do you define what great people look like mm-hmm. for your organization? Right. Uh, and we have a system to help them to be able to define and 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 work through that. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that a little later. Mm-hmm. Next one is the data component. The data component is where we get this business functioning on some simple numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be able to predict where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things about numbers is that numbers don't lie. Right. And you avoid all of the egos, the personalities, mm-hmm. the uh, the opinions on mm-hmm. things, and just run the business on some mm-hmm. simple hard numbers. Mm-hmm. So that's the third component. Um, from there, we go to the issues component. The issues component is very simply all companies have issues. Mm-hmm. Good companies are very good at solving those issues. And we have an issue solving track that's mm-hmm. designed to help you not just solve the issue, but to solve it permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, we have the process issue. And, you know, Deb, there's a reason why people pay $2 million to go to Hamburger University and, and mm-hmm. before buy mm-hmm. a McDonald's franchise because they have processes for everything. They, you right. know, how to, how to run a car through the driveway in 60 mm-hmm. seconds, and how, to, how to have a 55-year-old working side-by-side with a 15-year-old mm-hmm. and, and what temperature they got to keep the French fries at. They mm-hmm. got processes for everything. So process is really about getting what is the most important stuff in your business done the right way, mm-hmm. the same way every time mm-hmm. makes it a, a, a easier for you to scale the business. Mm-hmm. It certainly makes it easier to manage the business, makes it more profitable and actually becomes more fun to run the business. Mm-hmm. 
And the last key component is the traction component. Mm -hmm. This is where the rubber hits the road. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we like to say, vision without traction is hallucination. Right. Mm -hmm. where, we, where we bring the accountability and discipline mm -hmm. in the organization. Mm -hmm. so on, on, a, on a high note, that's what those six key components mm -hmm. are. And, and how we go about driving that process is, is something else we mm -hmm. can talk about if you might. Right. You know, and, and one of the things that struck me both as, as we were chatting about this and then, uh, you know, I, I, I did glance through Gino's book is this is not just for companies that have 10,000 employees. It can even work for the, the one person business. Um, you know, how many times does that one person business not know what their vision is? Um, you know, and, and a one person business still works with other people. Usually, you know, they, they have a team of consultants, of, you know, business partners, things like that. I mean, all these things still are very relevant, no matter what size your business is. Um, yeah, Debbie, we, we can work actually with small companies like mm -hmm. that and, and with very large companies. Mm -hmm. We do have our, our sweet spot, typically our, our companies that have mm -hmm. 10 to 250 employees. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, the do, smaller guys are going to be more of a do-it-yourself do type of thing. I do have a, a client that is one person started mm -hmm. the business, but he had he clearly knew what he was doing and what he was right. going to do. So I mm -hmm. said, okay, let's go do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and they can easily, you know, for, for that size of, of organization, you know, they, they can do this on their own, um, yes. you know, and, and so, and, and, and yeah, a big part of that is some of these really are, you know, components that you you do need to have a little bit more size in in order to to really do but but yeah i think it's it's you know it, it's and and you know i was also thinking as as i was going through this you know i've i, ha I haven't always worked for myself you know i've worked for well at one point i worked for the seventh largest corporation in the world um right. and and i worked for one of the largest nonprofits i mean all sorts of things and i was looking through this thinking okay sometimes we had the vision and then it fell apart, um, you know, and, and, you know, and, and like mm -hmm. one of the, the, I worked for the American Cancer Society. They are, you know, then and now pretty clear on what their vision is, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and many nonprofits are, I think that's probably one of the, the places where the vision mm -hmm. truly yeah. is, is known, yeah. Yeah. but then everything else just kind of fell apart. Um mm -hmm. You know, and 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 I think part of that was with those companies, they were so big that it was hard for them to to do any of this. You know, it was just you know, you had companies in various countries, states, wherever, and and pulling that all together was just very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I can see why, you know, having you know a company that's in one place with 10 to you know a couple hundred folks really is very optimal for this type of process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need that entrepreneurial thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And that uh, 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 have typically uh, people we work with are, are entrepreneurial mm -hmm. uh, companies and, um, uh, and, and they usually have some sort of frustration that's it's in their mind. Mm -hmm. uh, as I said, they're in this, this space of uh, uh, 10 to 250 employees, mm -hmm. but they, they, they're growth minded mm -hmm. and, and there's usually a, some things that are getting in the way here. In right. other words, he's been around and it's successful, but you know, there's there's a con, it could be a control issue is where mm -hmm. the owner feels like the the business is running him rather than mm -hmm. or her, right. and uh, then the other way around, it's mm -hmm. uh, uh, their their time is is just 
I'm, I'm tired of the 70 hour work weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly as profit is an issue, like there's just not enough of, of the profit that they think they should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, another issue is, is the people component, mm-hmm. people meaning customers, people meaning staff, people meaning vendors, people meaning mm-hmm. partners. It seems like nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the other one typically is that they're, what they feel like they're hitting the ceiling. Mm-hmm. They 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 take, take two steps forward and three steps back. And then mm-hmm. it's one step forward, two steps back. They just can't seem to break through the ceiling. And the last one is that they're trying things, but nothing's working. Mm-hmm. Um, they read books, so they go to seminars, go to mm-hmm. webinars, and they try something. Like we were saying, they read the book and they go, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, you know, the bad news about that is, mm-hmm. is that when we find we have owners doing that is the staff catches on. And uh, that, uh, and you get the under, undertone of "Don't worry, this too shall pass." Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Whatever the new idea mm-hmm. of the month. Mm-hmm. So that's typically what's going on. There's some sort of a frustration uh, that's triggering triggering this, and um, and uh, that's what motivates somebody to say, "Is this right for us?" And, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've actually been staff thinking, "Oh God, they got a new book." and usually something good does come of it Mm -hmm. but more often than not it doesn't last it doesn't stick yeah you know and and so whatever it is it's great it works really well until Mm -hmm. squirrel and they go on to the next thing or we slide back into what we were doing before yep absolutely yep Welcome to the world. Right, right. I I resemble that on every remark that uh, Uh, before the OS. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and I mean that's that's just it's human nature for people to stick with what they've done in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how many times do we talk with people and they say, you know, well, why do you do whatever this way? And the response is, well, that's the way we've always done it, (laughs) and. You know, it just, it's, and we're not saying that's wrong. We're not saying it's right, but things have changed, Um, you know, in, 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 and we'll talk about COVID in a second, Um, but, you know, know, things just changed all the way around, Um, you know, people. Uh, you know, technology changed maybe is, is, is one of the the biggest drivers of why things change. Um, But, but yeah, you know, that the philosophy of, but this is the way we've always done it more than likely is not going to continue to make you successful. Um, you know, they all change. I mean, look at, let, let's, let's talk about say fast food as, as an example. And then, and this does pertain to, to COVID when people could no longer go into their restaurants, they had to change very quickly. And I think, um, you know, we're, we're both here in Atlanta, Chick-fil-A, led the pack with this, um, you know, they figured out really, really, really fast how to truly optimize their drive-through. Um, I went through a drive-through in a Chick-fil-A in Missouri of all places that had four lines yeah. and we drove up and we thought we're here forever. Yeah. <laughs> it was one yeah. of the shortest things. I mean, it, you talk about running quickly yeah. and efficiently, um, yeah. you know, and, and so, but uh, part of that was because you know whether they have actually you know participated in in your program or not, they had all of those pieces in place, mm-hmm. so they knew. Okay, who obviously they knew what their vision was. Who are our people? Their data was 
how many could they get through? I mean, all of these various things, obviously they knew what the issues were. And so they, they were able to, to switch their process very quickly so that then they got traction with it. Yeah, certainly. They are certainly one of the great companies of America <laughs> right? Uh, for, for everything they do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it does, you know, it, it transitions to other things. Now, see, my phone's ringing. Um, it's, it was one of those where, you know, I remember I, I, you know, I'm from Colorado. And so I still, you know, watch a lot of the, the, the news and things back there. And one of the things that, that I remember was, you know, in, at some point during COVID, they were doing um, a, a shot thing. And, and they were doing it at the football stadium, you know, and, and so you got line in your car. And of course, they had them here at, at the Benz and, and, you know, all all these places. But the one in Colorado, people were in line for hours and hours and hours. And I remember they said that a Chick-fil-A manager got out of his car, walked to the front of the line and said, you need to do this, this, this and this. And whoever was in charge paid attention to him. And cars started just you know going right through, and it was you know and and part of that well, yeah they knew all of that. I mean they they knew their people, yeah. their data, all of those things. Yeah. Even though this was something that just kind of popped up, but it so it, it shows that that this system transfers fairly easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, let's kind of go through each of these um, because they're they're very interesting. Okay. I you know and and we mentioned at the the top vision is is obviously the the hardest thing and and, you know so many people start a business for well they all start it for a variety of reasons um you know and and but you know it was their vision hey we just needed to make money we got fired we needed to make money or i have this goal now Mm -hmm. okay money has to be part of this you know, they have to make money or they don't go forward. But, you know, they so I think that really is the thing. You know, many people don't even know what their vision is. So how do you work with folks to determine exactly what that vision is and then get everybody else to believe it, too? Sure. Thank you. So that vision traction organizer that I talked about at the beginning is is the key. Right. So the, how we get everybody all on the same page mm-hmm. is by asking eight questions. Okay. The eight questions are, what are your core values? Mm-hmm. What is your core focus? Mm-hmm. What is your core target? What is your long-term target? Mm-hmm. What is your marketing plan? What is your three-year picture? Mm-hmm. Your one-year plan? What are your 90-day rocks? And what is your issues list? Mm. So we have a system, a process about how we go about actually answering all those questions. So we sit down with a leadership team and each each one becomes its own uh, discussion ses- um, s- uh, session mm-hmm. where we will discuss, debate, and decide what the answers are for that particular company. Mm-hmm. And um, um, so we just start with the core values. Core values are hugely important today, Deb. Um, mm-hmm. It's because it's how you're going to be hiring Firing, uh, training, remunerating, reviewing people—there really are. We have a whole, whole, whole system that comes in behind that. But so the first thing is getting those core values, and it's important for for people to understand this is not a marketing term. Mm-hmm. This is really uh, the typically it's the business owner's belief, but mm-hmm. um, uh, of the business mm-hmm. world, and if he sold, he or she sold that company. Had a non-compete clause, had to go in another industry, mm-hmm. and they opened up a new business the mm-hmm. next week. 
those same core values would likely transfer with them. Ah. This would, so it's not a, this is not a marketing gimmick. These are mm-hmm. your real, what's really important to you as the owner of the business mm-hmm. about how, how, how the business world works. So that's the first one. And it's not so much what the answers are to these eight questions. What's really important is that this leadership team agrees Right. And can easily communicate them because mm-hmm. there's a process coming behind that as mm-hmm. well. Because as you talked about, it's not something we just put back. Okay, we got them. Let's put mm-hmm. it on the bookshelf and we're good. No, right. no. Or on the wall, right? Actually, We've all yeah, seen the things yeah. that are on the yeah. wall. Yeah. You know, the Excellent. mission Absolutely. statement. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Yeah. So uh, we actually use all, all of these tools on, on, a, on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So so we, we go through the... Um, uh, core values. We do the same thing. Core focus, which is a mission statement, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. There's two components to that. It's what is your purpose, cause, or passion, as you just said. Mm-hmm. Besides the money, mm-hmm. why are you in this business? Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to be in this business and not something else? What's what's driving all of that? And then, what is it that you're absolutely the best in, in your in your area in? What is mm-hmm. what is your core? What is your niche? Mm-hmm. What is it that you do best? Um, from there, we we set uh, again. We discuss, debate, decide mm-hmm. what those answers are for that for that mm-hmm. company. We then determine what that long term target is. What does that mm-hmm. owner want to do? Does he want to sell the company? Mm-hmm. Does he, he got family members coming into it? Um, um, uh, does he want his employees to take over the business, mm-hmm. or do they just have some ten year goals? But they set the term of twenty years, ten years, five, whatever it is. They set the term on that. But again, we discuss, debate, and decide what those answers mm-hmm. are. From there, we build a marketing strategy. It's the same thing. We, we, we clearly determine what is the target market in terms of where are their customers, their best customers coming from geographically, mm-hmm. demographically, and psychographically. And yes, can somebody can have more than one target market. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. All support, yeah. And then we, we have a, what we call the, the three uniques. In other words, we now define who we need to go after for mm-hmm. to get new customers. Well, what do we what do we need to say to them when we get them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's what we call three uniques, which is a process mm-hmm. to be able to de- deliver something that is uniquely yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, um, we move on into uh, defining the three year picture. In other words, we have a long term goal, five mm-hmm. ten years out. So, what's it going to look like in three years for mm-hmm. us to be on target for that long term goal? In three years, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. What's the revenue goal? What's the profit goal? What are the key measurables that that everybody needs to get on the same mm-hmm. page? It's really important for this leadership team to all see the same thing and want the, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And the old thing: if you can see it, and you can and you can believe mm-hmm. it, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. So we again have that exercise where they define well. Okay, we're growing this way. We're going vertically. We're mm-hmm. going horizontally. Horizontally, it's whatever it is that they want to do, and you know, that, how many employees will they have, mm-hmm. and just get a picture of that. Mm-hmm. So that's the vision side. There's mm-hmm. five questions that make up the vision side. The next three questions deal with the traction. In other words, how okay. are we going to t- be accountable mm-hmm. for making this happen? Mm-hmm. So first one on that is, well, what's our one-year uh, plan? Mm-hmm. In other words, we have a three-year picture. Mm-hmm. So what do we got to get done in the next 12 months to be on target for that three-year picture? Mm-hmm. So what's that revenue goal? What is that profit goal? What are the three to seven most important things? Mm-hmm. Not 27. Mm-hmm. Everything at EOS is less is more. If everything's important, nothing's important. 
So we just concentrate on getting what are the three to seven most important things this team's got to get done in the next 12 months. From there, we take it, eat, drill down even further. And this is where attraction really starts to come into play. We have 90 day rocks, rock, 90, the term rocks made uh, popular by Stephen Covey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're 90 day goals. And it's just breaking apart. Okay. If we have a one year plan mm-hmm. at the end of, of first quarter, <clears throat> where do we need to be mm-hmm. to be on target for a 12, a 12 month plan? So, what's that revenue goal? What are those profit goals? What are the three to seven most important mm-hmm. things that have to be done in that quarter, both as a company and individually for each mm-hmm. of the uh, leadership team members? So, and that repeats itself. In other words, we do this every quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, the other component is the issues component, and that's mm-hmm. just getting everything out of your head and onto the paper. What's ticking you off and who's ticking you off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is where being open and honest, we get to this, this particular point mm-hmm. where people can feel comfortable to say, okay, I'm uncomfortable with this process, mm-hmm. knowing that uh, that my teammates were all functioning on what's the best interest of the company mm-hmm. and not individually or our departments, and that we can work on solving those issues. So mm-hmm. there's a whole process with that. Mm-hmm. So those are <clears throat> that's how we get everybody all on the same page. Mm-hmm. It's answering those eight key questions. Mm-hmm. The, the question is, once we get the leadership team, we have a system for getting them into this into the uh, to the entire company. Mm-hmm. We have what, what's called the company state of the state of the company meeting that's mm-hmm. done quarterly, mm-hmm. where they review all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, as you said uh, earlier, Deb, where people, yeah, we've got this plan, we put it on the book, and we never mm-hmm. deal with. It. Well, we deal with all this stuff every quarter. Mm-hmm. So everybody ever gets everybody gets to see it, and mm-hmm. and the beauty of this is, if you tell me one time about yeah, here's our goals, I go yeah, Deb, I know, yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing great, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and and I've got work to do, so I'm yeah, gonna go back and do good. it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you tell me second time, oh yeah, Deb, we got it. Mm-hmm. By the fourth or fifth time, mm-hmm. you've told me this, I'm starting to go, you know, I think they're pretty serious about mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and about that time, you start finding some team and your staff members start coming back to you and, and saying, you know, our core value is this mm-hmm. and somebody was doing this. And mm-hmm. it's really very rewarding, but it mm-hmm. takes time. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. It doesn't happen mm-hmm. overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's eventually and there's other other components to it. But that's mm-hmm. how we get everybody on the same page, mm-hmm. understanding where they're going and how they're going to get there. Right. You know, and, and you mentioned that, you know, clearly a company that's functioning well mm-hmm. is not going to call you in. It's a company that is is struggling, you know, for, for whatever reason. So, you know, I would imagine when you start the process and you start through those questions. So, you know, say you've got five people on, on the leadership team. I'm guessing frequently you get five different answers for, for many of those questions. How do you work? And and it you know it, it obviously can't be well. The CEO believes X, therefore everybody else have have to believe it. Um, how do you get you work through this process of getting everybody on the same page, and maybe yeah. even telling you know person number four, eh, you might need to look elsewhere. <laughs> well, thank you. You've got you got a lot of things rolled up into one, but we do have these core. We have. <clears throat> When we start off our process, we have some training sessions mm-hmm. to how to use the tools and let them start using the tools. And from there, we have these quarterly sessions. So during the training session, that leadership team, when we set core values, mm-hmm. 
everybody has an opinion on core values. Right. Everybody's running that. It's just not the mm-hmm. owner. Mm-hmm. Everybody has an opinion on their core values, mm-hmm. and they are going to discuss and debate and decide what their core values are. Now, do we get that all done in the first session? Well, most of the time we get we get pretty close to it, but we go back and revisit every mm-hmm. 90 days. Mm-hmm. Are these still our core values? Right. Does anybody need to change anything? Does mm-hmm. anybody? So it's constantly being uh, looked at and upgraded, mm-hmm. but that's how we get it done mm-hmm. is we discuss, debate, and decide as a mm-hmm. leadership team. Uh, so all of those eight questions, they all have an opinion. They all mm-hmm. get to vote on it. This is part about getting the team healthy at the same mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. understanding that I disagree Deb, mm-hmm. I don't think that your plan A is where we need to go. Mm-hmm. I think plan B is is mm-hmm. better. Let's discuss, debate, and decide. Right. And, and you might right. need to come up with plan C. Exactly. And uh, but by virtue of the fact that we're all open and discussing it, once mm-hmm. once the team makes a decision that mm-hmm. it is plan C mm-hmm. that we're going to go with, everybody's on board with that. It's mm-hmm. not I'm going to harbor ill will because my mm-hmm. plan didn't get taken. Okay. Now, um, so. Uh, that's that's the vision and how we get it done. Mm-hmm. It's it's consistency. Our process, Deb, is about a two year process mm-hmm. uh, taken through it. So working with an implementer, it's it's typically ten sessions over ten year, uh, two years, mm-hmm. and um, uh, how it, how it goes. Mm-hmm. Some companies go at a faster speed. Some go at a slower speed. There's no right or wrong answers to right. any of that. Mm-hmm. Because all all of the work that's done is for every company puts puts their stuff into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So let's talk pandemic. You know, we're almost to the two year mark um, where, you know, they said, OK, everybody stay home <laughs> you know, for two weeks. And we mm-hmm. all went, yeah, right. Um, but, you know, even companies that were very healthy that had I mean, it, Every company struggled to some degree. I don't think there was any company that was business as usual. Um, you know, obviously some, you know, soared. And unfortunately, there were some that, that failed. You know, you talk about having those, those one-year, three-year goals, things like that. And, and I mean, for pretty much everybody, those changed. So, you know, what happens when you have something catastrophic that happens? I mean, I used to be in crisis management. And, and, you know, that was, was one of the big things that we talked about was, you know, what happens if something catastrophic happens to your business? It doesn't have to be a pandemic. Maybe it's a fire. Maybe it's a data breach. How do you deal with all of that? So thank you. Great, great question. Um, I'm going to give you some examples, um, some real life examples. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of my clients was a multimedia publisher. And one of their big publications was in that space of uh, food entertainment. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> they had they had to shut it down mm-hmm. and they had to release all of their advertisers. Mm-hmm. It's a, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. However, then this is what's fascinating: um, they were able to pivot, and mm-hmm. they had just started working on digital advertising mm-hmm. and just were just dabbling in it. Mm-hmm. Well, two years later. That that business is now fifty percent of mm-hmm. the total company's size. Mm-hmm. It has it has just grown through wow. the wall, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's also higher margin profit too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one example. I had some people that really had to. Um, uh, well, that particular company was very aggressive. Uh, they uh, when they realized that this was happening, they. Uh, uh, 
they put salaries at 50% and laid off some staff, mm -hmm. kept their benefits for them, but they mm -hmm. laid off the staff. Uh, and they were really quick on, uh, on that because they mm -hmm. realized this was going to be ugly. Mm -hmm. That only lasted for about six months. Mm -hmm. And they were able to start bringing people back mm -hmm. in and, and they got back in again. And, then, mm -hmm. and now everybody is really healthy over there. Mm -hmm. But uh, I did have companies that that uh, that saw some some slowdown, some turns. I had some that were totally. I had two uh, government contracting <laughs> companies. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, that's not one that was totally unaffected, and one actually did. They had a contract uh, with uh, the Air Force, mm -hmm. and uh, they realized the Air Force they, they had hired the people for the contract, mm -hmm. ready to start. And like a week before they start, the Air Force realized that um, they were going to send everybody home. And this was sort of mm -hmm. top secret work. So they could not work from home. They, right. They had yeah. To, you, the, the computers. Yeah. There's I used to be in that world, that. too. So okay. I understand you that. Know better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's that. Um, so pivoting, shifting. Uh, yes. Um, I had a lot of un, a lot of my clients said, you know, thank God we're on the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that it made it easier to be able to make those decisions mm -hmm. of what you had to do because right. some of them were difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. But everybody's come through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, when they have all of this in mind, you know, all of the various parts. So, so you know, process. I think that's probably one of the, the complicated ones. I think many companies didn't actually realize how things got done. <laughs> it was maybe the easiest <laughs> way to put it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and they obviously had to change when you no longer had people in an office, um, you know, and, and, you know, clearly there are times where you have to be in an office or in uh, manufacturing would, would obviously be, um, but, you know, they, they truly had to figure out what is our processes and can they be done remotely? Can they be done, you know, uh, with all of the guidelines that, that are, are taking place? And I think what we saw and are continuing to see is a lot of those processes have obviously been fine-tuned. You know, they got rid of the things that were a waste of time, waste of energy, you know, and and you know, I, I think meetings, meetings and things like that would be one of the yeah. biggest things. People went, you know, we really didn't have to have a staff meeting the first 15 minutes of every day, <laughs> you know, or or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 that is because they they fine tune and you know fortunately and unfortunately they figured out the people. You know, we absolutely have to have these people, and unfortunately, we these people you know weren't weren't needed, yep. or as you said, you know, yep. not needed now, but we'll bring them back later. Things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, but I, I missed something. I was getting ready to think of, and it just it went past me. What listening to you talk? Yeah. <laughs> That happens. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so all, all, all getting back to COVID, it all uh, things that you just talked about uh, uh, is is the right people, right seats, making mm -hmm. those decisions, mm -hmm. um, restructuring, meeting pulse. <clears throat> that is something how we drive accountability. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so we have these quarterly quarterly sessions where every quarter we come together for a full day mm -hmm. and uh, the team sets new goals mm -hmm. for the next quarter. We review, how did you do on the last quarter? Mm -hmm. What did we learn? What do we need to change? Mm -hmm. Stop, start, all that stuff. Inside of those quarterly, the team has what we call a 90 minute meeting every mm -hmm. week. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are thinking, wait a minute, a 90 minute meeting every week with a leadership team. That's, mm-hmm. that's a lot of time. Yeah. It's going to save you two to three times that. Right. Um, Cause it's, it's uh, we, we set an agenda. It's the same mm-hmm. agenda that runs every week. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet on the same day, the same time mm-hmm. with the leadership team. Mm-hmm. And there's an agenda where you review all of your, your rocks. Are we mm-hmm. on target with everything? Mm-hmm. Scorecard those, uh, those numbers mm-hmm. on the data, are, are they all on track? Um, we review employee headlines and mm-hmm. uh, customer headlines. Um, we spend of a 90 minute, minute, 60 minutes on issues, mm-hmm. uh, on tackling what are the most important mm-hmm. issues that we need to resolve this week. We have a process for doing all mm-hmm. that, but that runs every week. And this is how mm-hmm. we, how we really get traction in the business mm-hmm. and accountability going, because the, if <clears throat> normally as human beings, we can procrastinate on an annual goal. Right. We'll, we'll get on that next month. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And but this system doesn't allow you to do that because once you're into a 90 minute, uh, 90 day mode, mm-hmm. you, it, human nature works in the other direction. Mm-hmm. We know we can't finesse this. Mm-hmm. Got to take action on mm-hmm. it. And inside of that, we have these weekly meetings to make sure that we're on track so mm-hmm. that we're coming up how the basic system operates. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can imagine that one of the ways where this has been extremely beneficial is everybody working from home because everybody feels disconnected, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so when you're putting that structure in, it brings everybody back, you know, it's like, okay, okay. Well, we're all not just in, you know, 50, 100, however many different locations, we are still part of this company and, and mm-hmm. having that accountability and knowing that everybody else is being accountable too, you know, that was one of the things that I heard a lot of people talk about was, well, we don't know that the other people are getting their job done, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I think what we discovered in a lot of cases was what we thought was, you know, six hours really was like a two hour project, you know, things like that. But, you know, being able to, to have that structure, even when you're in you know, a bunch of different locations, I think that helps the employees to feel like they are part of that, that process in that company. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, you started off talking about how technology is changing everything. And mm-hmm. certainly, I mean, that's an understatement, but it's normal for most, take COVID out of the picture. Mm-hmm. It's normal for most small, mid-sized companies to have outsourced people. Right. Mm-hmm. It could be accounting people. They can be marketing mm-hmm. people. There's some. Right. It makes sense because sales. they don't need them full yeah. time. Mm-hmm. That that being said, they still have to be managed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody on the on the team has still got to make sure that that person, that outsourced people, mm-hmm. is doing the mm-hmm. accountability work on that. Um, the other thing I will tell you that that we learned uh, when we f- when we first went to COVID, we started doing our our quarterly meetings with Zoom online. And I can tell you that lasted about two sessions. And then everybody said, we're going back live again. Uh, the, the, the not being able to see body language uh, makes a difference. I mean, it's okay. We ran through the, the meetings went fine. Everybody rated them well, but there was that missing human component. So um, uh, right now everybody's live and, and we're, we're doing them all live and I don't see that changing anytime soon unless we get some another pandemic. Um, but that was an interesting observation. Um, uh, it is just difficult to, to maintain uh, a long-term relationship. Now, there are a lot of companies that they're permanently are going to do mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, people online, but it's just an it's just an issue. It's just a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, we do get process, and and again, we don't put the process book on the on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets reevaluated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part of what we call uh, LMA leadership mm-hmm. management accountability. If you're department head. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at your people and, and your processes on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. How are we doing? What can we improve? What needs to improve? How's it? How's the handoffs going with mm-hmm. the other departments? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and and it does. It, working remotely takes a, a very different management style. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, the managers who really like to have the people where they could touch them. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, that's not going to work, you know, and, and, and I think as we go back into things, that's not going to work because we're going to be doing hybrid. We're going, you know, all sorts of, of different things. And so the micromanagement, you know, those type of managers, they're, you know, they're, they're going to be gone, but yeah. the, you know, the managers who are having to manage remotely are having to learn how to do it differently. You know, how to say, okay, everybody has to have their camera on. Um, it was funny on the radio this morning. You know, they yeah. they were talking yeah. about um, yeah. remote meetings, and yeah. and the, and he said, you know, he would start, he would turn his camera off. He said because he thought these meetings were horrible, and he said, and I literally would take a nap. And he said, you know, I woke up one time to them actually speaking to me, <laughs> you know? and you know, and and so you know, yeah. and and that's tricky because not everybody wants to be on camera for whatever reason, you know, and, and, or has that capability, you know, and, and so, but, and then they also have to learn how to read the body language from, you know, two inches below your chin up and, you know, and, and, and other subtle things, you know, one of the things I, you know, we've, we've had some folks on in the last couple of years talking about mental health Mm -hmm. and the fact that, you know, maybe when we started this, you know, you had the, the employee who was, you know, professionally, look looking you know their hair was combed you know they had on you know nice clean clothes um you know didn't have to be suit and tie all those various things Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're unkempt Mm -hmm. okay did they just have a wild night or is there something else going on Mm -hmm. and i think you know that's that's part of that whole people thing you know if you if you know even if if you've got that person in person you know are you seeing that there's a change in their behavior yeah. So when we when we talk about these core values things that we have, what's called a um, we teach them the um, the ninety day rule, and mm-hmm. that's very simply this: is when we start to see we have a whole very we have a tool called a people analyzer. It's mm-hmm. marvelously simple, mm-hmm. and it's how you rate your people mm-hmm. on your core values, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a simple system. Um, they, they either they get a plus, a plus minus, or a minus mm-hmm. on each of the core values. They either they're getting they exhibit that core mm-hmm. value most of the time. They do most of the time. They don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we go through that. So there's no emotion. There's no history to this, mm-hmm. uh, and no baggage. You just sit here, and the leadership teams can rate every mm-hmm. every person. We have what's called a bar. Mm-hmm. Where uh, the where here's the for example if you had five core values or recommendation it needs to be three pluses mm-hmm. and two plus minuses mm-hmm. so if the rate in Gene and Gene shows up with a with a three plus minuses mm-hmm. 
I'm below the bar. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a discussion with Gene. Now there's mm-hmm. a whole, how we do all this. You just mm-hmm. don't walk in and fire somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but we, we, everybody's briefed on here's how we're working. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. the system, and if we have a problem, um, we're going to have a one-on-one and a strike, strike mm-hmm. one is Gene, you're below the bar. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Um, let me give you three examples of what's not happening that in the past month. Mm-hmm. You got, you've got to change this. Right. And notice I said, you have to change this. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing it for you. You mm-hmm. need to tell me what you're going to do to get mm-hmm. this behavior under control. And uh, so a decision is made. Employee starts working. Mm-hmm. And what we find is this. Those people that really are not you know, you're having that discussion. I don't think he's going to make it. Most mm-hmm. of those people will come in and self-deselect themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll say, you know, I don't, I'm, I don't, you don't have to fire them. They're going to quit on their right. own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't, the ones that, that you can say mm-hmm. um, really do get a benefit of understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. all aware I was causing those problems. I'll get mm-hmm. it under control. Right. So that's part of what we do on on keeping the right people in the right seat. Mm-hmm. So getting back to your 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 unkempt people, if you got a core value that says no, you you need to look professional, mm-hmm. need to be professional. That mm-hmm. that would be a violation, kind of thing. Right. No. Right. You know, and it, it's funny when you mention that some of this actually does need to be written down as part of HR policies and and things like that. Um, you know, I, I remember years ago when I worked for the American Cancer Society, we had a young woman who incredibly attractive. She was the cutest thing in the world. And she was young. She was, you know, 22, 23. And she dressed like a 22, 23 year old, very cute young woman. Well, the older people in the office didn't like that. And, you know, and, and so somebody went to her and said, you know, your skirts need to be longer, you know, all these various things. Sure. And she looked at them smart young thing that she was. And she said, tell me where that's in the HR handbook. (laughs) (laughs) And, and of course she was right. You know, and, and so, I mean, you don't, we're not saying that you need all these rules, but if you want to be able to say you're not meeting this standard, whether it's clothing, whether it's a sales goal, whether it's whatever, then it needs to be written down because that way it's not arbitrary. You know, and and because then, of course, what happened with the whole skirt thing was everybody got the skirt policy and, and it, it, you know, it was it was kind yeah. of the, the Catholic girl school thing. You know, if you knelt down, did your skirt yeah. touch the, the ground yeah. type of thing, yeah. Yeah. you know, which we all just thought was absolutely hilarious. But, um, you know, it's it, that when you have things written down, you know, back to the business plan, all of those various things, it, it takes that arbitrariness out of it. Um, you know, and, and I think that's, you know, it, it's just like when we're, you know, raising children, you know, if you let them do this one day and you let them do that the next day, they're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And employees need that too. Yeah. Raising a family and running a business are, are mm-hmm. the same. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need guidelines. Um, yeah. And we also need to know what happens when we don't follow those guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One of the key things that, yeah. Uh, um, Gordon Thomas wrote a book on on, on uh, uh, parent effectiveness training uh, years ago. That was pretty much a, a, gui- a, a mm-hmm. guide for uh, for training kids that bring up children. And uh, what they did was they looked at above average parents' uh, 
mm-hmm. and the average parent, what what did they do differently? And they mm-hmm. had a couple of things. And one is that they had uh, the average parent, a uh, good parent had 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 a handful of rules, three to five mm-hmm. rules, not mm-hmm. twenty. Right. They repeated themselves often, mm-hmm. and the number that we use is seven times. As humans, we need to hear things seven times. Right, before it's we that old marketing rule before the first time. Mm-hmm. So we have a we have fun with that. And somebody says, "Well, Gene, I've told you that three times, and mm-hmm. I'll come back." I, right. you know, I You're like, "No, I need four more." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have a lot of fun with that, and uh, and being consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the key things about this is that your people, as as an owner and as a leadership team member, your people are looking at you one hundred percent of the time. Right. Uh, are you doing what you say mm-hmm. you want us to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Being consistent. Yeah. So right. it's a handful of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think when we see companies, you know, when, when we get public, you know, stories about things, that's one of the big things is, you know, they, you know, they talk about consistency and then they do something different. Um, yeah. You know, I think one of the things that, that, you know, we, we see a lot of is, you know, when someone, um, it has an extramarital affair or, you know, a DUI or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, but, you know, he, he runs, a, a, you know, an organization mm-hmm. that says families come first yeah. you know, or, or whatever. And, yeah, and, 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 you know, everybody's human. I mean, they're, you know, <laughs> and, and, but again, it is that consistency that, that needs to be carried throughout. And, you Absolutely. know, COVID threw that, um, let's be honest, but mm-hmm. your core values were still your core values, whether you were working from home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that that's the thing that people need to come back to is if you don't have those, mm-hmm. how are you going to go forward? It's kind of like, you know, I tell people you have to have marketing goals because if you don't have a goal, how do you know when you made it? <laughs> you know? If you just kind of keep going merrily along, that may work for a little while, but you know, you, you have to have those, those things set out not in stone because things do change, but you need to have them set out. And, and as you said, every employee needs to know them, you know, from mm-hmm. the mail room, janitor yeah. staff, all yeah. the way up, you know, they, they need to know them. Yep. Because they're making decisions at a lower level all the time. And, right. and you want them to make those decisions mm-hmm. rather than walk, mm-hmm. come back to you and say, what do I do now? boss?" Right. Uh, right. When something they can really handle mm-hmm. on their own, if they understand mm-hmm. what the big picture is. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember, you know, years ago when I worked for ING, the big financial behemoth, one of the favorite things that our CEO would do was, you know, once a month or so, he would go to the mail room. And and because he did this regularly, I didn't panic them, <laughs> you know. And but he knew and, and he trusted that they would tell him what he needed to hear. Um, and it was just, it was, a, you know, I was the, the head of communications. Yeah. So sometimes I would yeah. say, well, where did you hear this? And he would say, well, yeah. you know, so-and-so in the mailroom. But it was an interesting dynamic because he really did check in with that level. And, and you know, we're not saying that's a lower level or anything like that. But no. they knew more about yeah. what was going on in the company than, than virtually anybody. And, and I just, yeah. I was always fascinated by the fact that he knew that that was so important. Yeah, and that's a that's a good CEO mm-hmm. <laughs> taking yeah. the time to do that. Yeah, yep. and, and then we had this really weird thing with co CEOs, and oh, that didn't work. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. If two if two people are accountable, nobody's accountable. 
Well, and we had this really big thing of, you know, if mom tells us no, then we're going to go to dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Back to the, the whole raising that's the, the family That's thing. the politicking and we, we, we don't allow politicking and we oh, yeah. ways around that. Yeah. 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 Well, oh my gosh, Jean, this has been fascinating and we only yeah. have about five minutes left. So tell people how they find you and connect with you and, and then exactly how you can go in and, and help them. So... Um, Thank you for that. So again, it, it's uh, we work with uh, these small to mid-sized companies, uh, 10 to 215 people, and you're in growth mode, and uh, you're willing to be open, honest, and, and, and vulnerable, vulnerable mm-hmm. being, um, willing to admit that you don't have all the answers, uh, willing to be uh, um, open-minded, uh, and uh, 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 uh uh, it, it just functioning on those things, willing to be open-minded um, uh, and wanting to make changes in your business, mm-hmm. um, e- take a look at EOS. So okay. uh, so there's a number of ways to do that. There's EOS Worldwide mm-hmm. is, is a website. I have my website, which is www.davmoor.com. Uh, you can can just look at that. And you can see very quickly how we do things and what we do things. And, mm-hmm. and typically, what happens is if you have an interest, typically what is have a short phone call, mm-hmm. and where we just sort of discuss: Does this seem like it's something you want to do? Mm-hmm. And our next step really is to we have a ninety minute meeting that we would okay. schedule with the owner and the leadership team mm-hmm. all together, mm-hmm. where I would sit and discuss, give all the EOS background, my background, and show them all the tools we use, mm-hmm. all the process we go through, mm-hmm. uh, and how that all works. And uh, and then it's just a decision: Does this sound like something that mm-hmm. would help you get to the next level? Mm-hmm. Right. I love it. I love it. You know, and, and, you know, we, we mentioned the book. Um, so tell us again about the book. Book is traction. There's a whole, there's a whole library of books now, but the, the primary book is traction and Gino Wickman, G I N O Wickman, W I C K M A N. The author He's he's quite a guy. One of the most OCD people you've ever meet, met in your life. Uh, but uh, I would recommend that book. And, and if you get the book, if all you do is read the intro in the first chapter, mm-hmm. it's 16 pages, mm-hmm. you will get a tremendous overview mm-hmm. of, of e- about EOS and you'll mm-hmm. say, oh, man, this is something I want to dig mm-hmm. into or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is okay. Uh, but um, yeah, but book is traction. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, this really has been a fascinating discussion, and and I think it would be great to continue it maybe once things, if they ever settle down, um, and companies are figuring out what their new normal is. Folks, we ain't going back to January of 2020. Not happening. Um, you know, and and so you know, I'd, I'd love to have you on again to discuss how things. You know, it, it's funny. It's one of those that as things change, they stay the same. I mean, the fundamentals do not change. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, I think it would be great to have you on again. Human behavior is human behavior. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, Gene, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Uh, just uh, don't sweat the small stuff (laughs) and most of it's small stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, uh, and I find, uh, worrying about things doesn't help either. Um, and it's just, and just bringing things down to understanding everything that you're dealing with, all your problems are just issues. And, and there's a way to solve all of your issues. You take them one at a time. 
I love it. I love it. That's that's absolutely fabulous. You know, I, I can't wait to chat again. Um, okay. I'm Deb Creer. I've been talking with Jean. Uh, all of a sudden, <coughs> I had to cough all of a sudden. Um, I've been having a great conversation with Jean Moorhead. Can't wait to do it again. Until next time, everyone have a great day. Deb, thank you. Look forward to our next time. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.